The Bible sets itself forth as the only source of truth, and according to the Word of God, the man who disregards its edicts will find his end an eternal lake of fire. With such a dire and fearful end promised, it behooves all to prove that text, whether true or false. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21 reads, Prove all things, hold fast that which is good. When an individual has proven what is true and has committed himself to that truth, confusion and uncertainty disappear. Life is filled with answers instead of questions. Now for today's subject. God said that he created the first man Adam and his wife Eve and placed them in the Garden of Eden. They were to live forever. God gave them one specific commandment found in Genesis chapter 2, verses 16 and 17. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. They were commanded not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and if they did, the day they did it, they would die. Adam and Eve disobeyed by following Satan's leadership and ate of the forbidden tree and died. They died spiritually that very day. Death is not oblivion, but it is separation from the Spirit of God who is the source of all life. God's Word teaches that carnal man and, of course, Satan are dead in trespasses and sins. The rich man that Jesus speaks about in the Gospels is dead and in hell and fully aware of who and where he is. Death is separation from God, the giver of every good and perfect gift. Our great-great-great-grandparents chose death over life. They chose a new father, Satan. Adam and Eve were the first to participate in the common natural tendency of self-destruction, following in the footsteps of their new father. Man said, the biblical record that all of mankind stems from Adam and Eve, and that they ate of the forbidden tree and died, and that the spirit of rebellious man has kinship with the devil, is ludicrous. Now the record. It will become very obvious in this feature that mankind has inherited a predisposition for self-destruction. It's a matter of kinship, like mother, like daughter, like father, like son. In this article, it will again be clear that the Bible is the Word of God. The mighty Christ spoke of those who rejected the word of God and said in John chapter 8, verse 44, Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar, and the father of it. The devil is the father of all who reject God's truth, just as he became the illegitimate father of Adam and Eve. Satan is the destroyer. His pleasure is to steal, kill, and destroy. It is his fallen nature, and like father, like son. When fallen man is given the opportunity between life and death, he will with uncanny regularity choose death. Those who reject Jesus Christ are the walking dead. They will choose self-destruction and ultimately end up with their father the devil in his final home, which is the lake of fire. Could it be true that man is literally hell-bent on self-destruction? Have we been affected? Has it left its scars? Man is deeply entrenched in evil, abusive, self-destructive living. Take alcoholic beverages, for example. It is common knowledge that alcohol consumption destroys brain cells, causes a myriad of diseases, and even moderate drinking damages the brain and its ability to make good moral decisions. Click on to Whore's forehead on this site. 
Literally hundreds of millions of the world's population are bound by alcoholism, and in the U.S. alone, over 110,000 deaths a year are attributed to alcohol abuse. Fetal alcohol syndrome is one of the major causes of child deformity and mental retardation. Alcohol is an ugly, bottomless pit of violence, and alcohol-related carnage on the world's highways is very, very big. I've only mentioned a portion of the evils of alcohol consumption. The evil ramification of the issues mentioned here fill volumes and volumes of books and consume trillions of dollars in expense to humanity. Man is fully aware of alcohol's terrible effects, yet he glamorizes it and seeks its self-destructive power like mother-like daughter, like father-like son, carnal man self-destructs. Substance abuse, drugs, illegal and legal, are a curse of gargantuan proportion and a satanic playground. Man is fully aware of its deadly bondage, but seeks it and indulges himself with both his hands. The global bondage of drugs parallels that of alcohol in many ways. It ruins lives, families, marriages, children in the mother's womb, and promotes prostitution, theft, rape, murder, etc., etc. Drug abuse is the spirit of self-destruction, and man is in over his head. It's a matter of kinship. Smoking is a global epidemic. In the U.S. alone, over 400,000 die of tobacco-related illnesses annually. A warning of dire consequences is printed on every package of cigarettes, yet man seeks them out to his own destruction, like father, like son. The list of self-destructive pursuits is truly daunting. Pornography and its evil lust. Pedophilia. Adultery and its broken homes and forsaken children. Fornication. Abortion and its millions of dead babies in garbage bags. Divorce and its huge life strain. Homosexuality and the homosexual male's life expectancy of 41 years, and the horrors of AIDS. Man seeks self-destruction. New sexually transmitted disease cases in the United States alone tally over 12 million each year. In an article of Psychology Today, it was reported that one in eight young people deliberately harms himself or herself at some point in their lives. In the article, a writer was asking for help for a daughter whom she defined as a cutter. This is the response. As many as three million Americans are self-abusive in some way. As a young man, behavioral psychologist B.F. Skinner cut himself over the pain of a failed relationship, and in a 1995 interview with the BBC, even Lady Diana admitted to cutting herself repeatedly when her mar marriage excuse me, was failing. Self-abusive individuals can often be helped through a combination of cognitive behavioral therapy, group therapy, and medication. For treatment alternatives, contact Self Abuse Finally Ends at www.selfinjury.com. The list could go on and on, listing suicide, sadism, masochism, Satanism, witchcraft, war, lying, cheating, etc. Self-destruction is Satan's M.O. and that of all his children. The remedy the field of psychology will recommend and God's solution differ widely, as you will see at the end of this feature. Because of unregenerated man's kinship to his father, the devil, he will follow in his father's footsteps, which are the footsteps of self-destruction. In the Garden of Eden, there were two trees of special note. One was the tree of life from which Adam and Eve were encouraged to eat, and the other was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which was the tree of death, and they were commanded not to eat from it or they would die. 
They chose the tree of death. They chose Satan and self-destruction, and all the sons and daughters of Adam and Eve followed and follow. Those who reject the satanic spirit of rebellion and self-destruction and embrace Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior become born again or born a second time, but this time of the Spirit of God. Born again, people begin their new lives at the time of conversion and receive a new father, and his name is God, the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. They begin to love and honor the Word of God, the fountain of living water, and strive to live their lives accordingly. If it is true, then, the new sons and daughters of God should then emulate their new father. We should see the same principle of like father, like son, but this time, like the new father God, with his M.O., being life and life everlasting. The Word of God reads in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 16, The labor of the righteous tendeth to life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. The Bible says that walking uprightly tendeth to life, and it does. In a nine-year survey conducted by the University of Texas, astounding news concerning children of faith emerged. 22,000 people were followed over a nine-year period. Those who attended church or synagogue more than once a week lived an average of eight years longer than those who didn't. Let me say it another way. Those who attended church more than once a week lived 2,920 days or 11% longer than those who didn't. Churchgoers are less likely to be disabled, are less likely to be hospitalized, and have stronger immune systems than people who rarely or never attend. Click on to the power of going to church and a merry heart or a broken spirit, and rest from stress, and DNA, God's holy book, on this website for more information. It's a matter of kinship, like father, like son. It's a matter of black and white. It's a matter of lies versus truth. It's a matter of two fathers, and you're having to choose. Choose Jesus Christ, and the God who created you of that which is invisible and live. Jesus said in John chapter 3, verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Do it today. Click on to Further with Jesus on this website for easy how-to details. God said man was given a choice, and he chose Satan and his self-destructive spirit of death. Man said, Ridiculous! Now you have the record.